So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Um, We're talking about why you need to break soul ties today. You may not even recognize that term, so I am going to you know, give you kind of the, the rundown of what the heck we're talking about and then the relevance that they have for your recovery journey. Before I jump into that, I want to let you guys know uh, the last relapse, we continue to just be blown away at the feedback we get. I probably get, realistically, I probably get four to five emails a day now. We used to say four to five emails a week, and then um, my assistant was like, uh, no, you get way more than that. Um, so we're getting tons of emails from people about the book. Uh, we know it's having an impact. Thank you to those of you that have written us in. For those of you who don't have a copy, I don't know what the heck you're doing with your life, but you're definitely going to want to get your hands on The Last Relapse. It is my blueprint for recovery from A to Z. The, the Just the most comprehensive book out there I know that's going to tell you how to actually get free and stay free long term. Uh, tons of resources out there to kind of you know get free, but it's the longevity piece that really is unique about this book. Uh, we're also super practical, so it comes with a free workbook, a bunch of stuff, and you can get the book for free at thelastrelapsebook.com. That's my gift to you as a listener of this podcast. Now, if you are like more of a physical book kind of person, then if that will cost you money, you can order it anywhere that books are sold. Uh, but just so you know, the proceeds all go to a charity in Uganda that spreads the gospel in Muslim villages. So all of it is unto a good cause, and hopefully um, you'll find some value in it either way. All right, let's talk about soul ties. So here's here's the deal. And and what, what prompted this episode was actually a client of ours who was just asking about soul ties, not really understanding kind of what was going on and um, unfamiliar with the subject. And like I've told you guys, if I have clients that are asking questions or something's unclear to them, then I realize I've probably been unclear about it on the podcast or, you know, maybe it's just worth uh, talking about, you know, addressing to you guys. So hopefully you find some value in this. Soul ties is uh, sort of a extra biblical concept. Uh, hopefully you guys know what, what I mean by that language. There are things that are biblical as in you read them in the Bible and they're just, it's, it's clear as day. Do not murder, thou shall not kill. That is a biblical law and there's no like controversy around it. It's just straightforward. There are things that are anti-biblical. Biblical. Uh, polygamy would be an example. Uh, where yes, in the Old Testament, uh, polygamy was normal, but um, in the New Testament and under the New Covenant, marriage is the model which we are expected to follow, and um, and that would be an idea of uh, the sorry the idea of polygamy would be anti-biblical from that perspective. It would go against biblical virtues and the precepts that are outlined for us in the Bible. Extra biblical is a, a, a term to describe things that do not exist um, overtly or directly through biblical interpretation, but rather, uh, or biblical reading rather, but it is through interpreting scripture that you maybe draw certain concepts. Uh, The idea of a trinity, uh, you know, a triune God, the word trinity is not in the Bible, 
but it is very clear that there's the Father, there's the Son, and there's the Holy Spirit. And so the concept, that's not even really extra biblical. That's actually kind of a bad example. But it is an example of like, we're talking about soul ties today. You won't see the word soul ties in the Bible. I'm not trying to pretend that you do. Um, but maybe a better example of like an extra biblical concept would be most modern uh, day most modern day churches, um, their, their services start with worship, right? A time of worship, some stuff in the middle, and then the preaching. Well, in in the Bible um, times, like throughout different parts of the Bible, the structure of these services or these gatherings varied. And so the way that we have constructed our services is extra biblical, as in it, it's not the only way that a service could be conducted. We're sort of extrapolating from different scriptures and different texts and trying to synthesize our idea of what it looks like. Soul ties is one of those concepts. Now, here's the basis for soul ties. If you've ever had sex with another person, you will know that the feeling you have with that person during and after is different than if you just kiss them. Why is that? Why is it? Well, obviously we know sex is not the same level of intimacy in an interaction, right? Now, why is it not the same level of intimacy? Because that's why it feels different ultimately, right? There's just a deeper level of vulnerability, there's a deeper level of closeness. So why is it that a sexual experience is so much more uh, unique, intense? Why does it alter relationships? Well, it's because the level of engagement is no longer just physical, which I suppose a kiss or holding hands, some of those other romantic gestures could maybe be reduced to more or less being just physical interactions. Whereas sex is much more than that. Sex is a spiritual experience. And I would say it is specifically uh, an experience of the soul. So yes, of course it's physical, but there's this sort of this inner part of us that is, you know, it's not tangible, but it is unmistakable. And that part connects with that, that part of another individual or the other individual. And it forms a deeper bond, a, a deeper sense of connectedness. It's the reason why I, I would often hear my friends in university talk about how sex complicates relationships. Why? Because the level of connectedness after a sexual experience is different. It's deeper. It's on a soul level compared to before where it was maybe more just emotional, maybe a little bit physical. Now something has happened at a much more deep spiritual level. When people go through our program, we walk them through the process of breaking soul ties. The, the soul ties, the concept here is that you have basically formed these bonds or these, these attachments to people by sexual experiences. And it's hard to really quantify or even qualify what these soul ties look like and, and what causes them to form. And, um, you know, when we talk about breaking soul ties, like what's really going on? There, there are some spiritual nuances here that are hard to describe and hard to explain. Here's what I will tell you, though. If, if it's true that when you, when you bond sexually with somebody, that something takes place at a soul level, if that person is not your wife, okay, I'm talking to the men, to the women, if they're not your husband, you have formed an attachment with someone outside of the covenant you have or the covenant you'll have one day. What are the implications of that? Well, again, we're talking about the soul, so it's hard to quantify, 
But what we can say is if attachments were formed, they should probably be broken so that your your innermost being is solely available to your spouse and your spouse alone at those kinds of depths. So I had one other person that I was sexually active with in my um, in my life before I met my wife. And so I broke soul ties with her and nothing dramatic happened when I broke soul ties. But I was so glad I did because there was just this part of me that felt like, you know what, if there was any kind of remnants at more of a, a spiritual level, they're gone. They're broken. Okay. Um, the second thing I'll say is, is this. Um, when I was starting to get into recovery and I dug a little bit deeper into the soul ties things, the soul ties thing, again, this was a, a few years later after I had broken soul ties with my ex. I remember thinking, you know, I haven't had any more physical experiences with a woman. However, however, I have had many sexual experiences through women on the screen. And personally, when I was um, struggling, you know, I had uh, always a mixture of familiar and new. So when I say familiar, I mean, I would look up, you know, videos uh, that I had watched before or uh, in many cases, individuals. Um, then also having a mixture of new. That's just how the brain works. It wants novelty while also a degree of familiar so that you know, at least you know what you're getting with the familiar stuff. So I um, I realized that I probably formed some unhealthy attachments to some of these uh, actresses that I was reviewing again and again and again. And so part of my healing process was actually breaking soul ties with those actresses. Now, that probably sounds a little bit strange because what are they really doing to engage with us? Like the nature of the interaction is different. They're not choosing us specifically. Whereas, you know, if you have a sexual interaction with a with a person physically, there's sort of, a, you know, assuming it's consensual, there's a mutuality taking place in the exchange. But I thought about it more and I thought, well, actually, they're not, it's not maybe specific. It's not personal to me. But they, uh, well, depending on what you're watching, they agreed to be on the camera, right? And their choice to be on the camera in some ways is volunteering this part of themselves in a more public way, you know, granted, but nonetheless volunteering themselves. And so I've decided to break soul ties with some of those actresses. I'm telling you guys, I don't know what it was, but something shifted when I broke those soul ties. It was like, it, it was like kissing my past goodbye. Like it was just like sayonara, that thing is gone. That's not who I am anymore. It's not part of me. Like I'm telling you, like like tens of dozens, I don't know, dozens of pounds of spiritual baggage just dropping off in an instant just from breaking soul ties. So um, you know what? I'm realizing this probably needs to be a two-part because um, I can't just tell you in like 30 seconds how to go about this process. So we'll make this uh, part one, and then tomorrow I'm going to talk about part two. Uh, I'll push some of the other content back a little bit uh, because I want to I wanna go in depth with you guys on this stuff if you're finding value in it because the reality is you probably have formed, again, whether you've actually had misbehavior with another person, maybe it's just been content online, it would probably be wise of you to break some soul ties and just make sure that you are really um, detaching and severing any kind of connectedness that you may have to those parts of you so that you can leave them in your past and move on to a glorious future. So we'll talk about the nuts and bolts of it tomorrow. In the meantime, guys, have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. 
I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.